Hello, everyone. Sorry, I uh, went on a bit of a unexpected hiatus, but um, was formulating the upcoming uh, schedule of uh, discussions coming up. So uh, it's all good. Decided I'm going to make today a discussion on World War II movies about D-Day, since today is almost pretty close to the 80th anniversary of uh, of the Normandy invasion, and thought that this would be a good time and excuse to talk about my favorite war movie, Saving Private Ryan, and why I love it, along with uh, other films that focus on the day as well, along with um, other miniseries and various other uh various other uh ones as well so um yeah because there's pretty good list i found out also that focus on it and one movie i just watched recently called the longest day <clears throat> but uh yeah i've decided next week i'll go ahead and um discuss loki and uh, um, after Loki, then it'll be Rick and Morty, because then it'll be closer to when Rick and Morty is supposed to be back. So Rick and Morty's back in two weeks. So I think that'll work pretty good right there. But uh, yeah, anyway, I uh, guess I'll go ahead and uh, start off with... Uh, you know, I'll start off with the lesser-known one because I want to bring attention to it because it was real good and definitely uh, would highly recommend it. But, uh, yeah, that being The Longest Day, an almost three-hour-long film from the early 1960s that definitely captured the authenticity and... Uh, just overall uh, brutality of the battle, because that's one thing that uh, this definitely has in common. These movies are very anti-war. There's no glamorizing, and definitely uh, one pattern that uh, the best of these movies have is that uh, it just shows the Normandy battles along with World War II in general is just, uh, just hell on earth, as I heard. Uh, I think it was a former... Uh, historian or um, military consultant who said that about uh, these portrayals, but uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, The Longest Day had a pretty solid ensemble cast, and uh, it's very long, but um, still real enjoyable and definitely keeps your attention, so um, <clears throat> definitely not boring and for sure, pretty darn accurate, and definitely one of the most accurate cinematic depictions of uh, D-Day that also uh, didn't portray any particular side as the villain and uh, just kind of had a good, nice, objective viewpoint, which was also real nice because it was a co-production between Germany, the USA, and uh, Britain and France. But, uh, yeah, one thing, though, is uh, you can't get too attached to any of the characters because they all it's a huge ensemble film and it kind of just goes from one to another, whether it's John Wayne or Henry Fonda or uh, <clears throat> Robert Wagner, along with uh, Sean Connery, 
and Richard Burton. So far, those are the only names I recognize. But uh, yeah, it goes and flip-flops, but shows just about every aspect of it, from the generals discussing the strategy to the paratroopers to the actual beach landings. So the movie definitely earned its Best Picture nomination from uh, when it... Uh, when it was there and um definitely probably one of the most underrated and discussed um da movies that has uh come along but uh yeah another couple that i just watched recently that d-day is a part of the plot but definitely not uh, the focus is um Patton and uh, the dirty dozen but yeah, the Dirty Dozen kind of just focuses on a bunch of different campaigns with the with the uh, colorful team that comes in and uh, how they all got to come together to take down the Nazis. And uh, it's definitely not, uh, I think it takes place about probably during the second act and uh, get to see it and for what it was it was pretty accurate but this movie's definitely very fictional and definitely portrays the germans as just straight up evil so yeah but that's kind of what it does with the tone of this and uh but it has a real solid cast of uh many from lee marvin to uh ernest ernest uh Bornine, who uh, voiced mermaid man on spongebob and Charles Bronson and Jim Brown, along with uh, Telly Savalas and Donald Sutherland. But uh, yeah, this film still does develop them all pretty well because the movie is about two and a half hours long. And uh, when these characters, when anything happens to them, you do care for it, just like the best of any uh, World War II movie or miniseries. But, uh, yeah, I guess apparently, from what I just found out, it is loosely based on an actual team, but uh, the movie definitely took a lot of liberties. But uh, for what it was, it's still real enjoyable for um, for this. And uh, the next movie, Patton, is a real solid biopic written by the Godfather director, uh, Francis Ford Coppola that stars George C. Scott as uh, as um, General Patton. But uh, yeah, freaking, um, this was definitely a real uh, solid, solid movie and a uh, great way to honor General Patton and D-Day is definitely shown in here, but um, very much like uh, The Dirty Dozen. It takes place mainly through the uh, second act and uh, a little bit of the third act, but for what it was, it was definitely very accurate. And uh, Francis Ford Coppola wrote uh, the heck out of uh, that script. And uh, same thing with George C. Scott as... Uh, General Patton, and it definitely deserved any of the awards it won. It was uh, very, very accurate and very spot on, and uh, definitely 
really loved it and also had a nice uh, opening with uh, Patton standing um, towards the American flag. But uh, yeah, highly recommend this one. And uh, it definitely is another pretty solid one to, uh, to watch. And it's definitely another almost three-hour epic that is uh, just absolutely amazing. And some movies I haven't seen, but uh, I know I definitely want to uh, get to watching that one of them's on my watch list for Netflix. So I'm just going to go ahead and discuss what I've heard and uh, just leave it at that because I have heard good things about them. That being Where Eagles Dare and... Uh, But yeah, there is Where Eagles Dare and A Bridge Too Far. And uh, I know that uh, from what I've heard, they're both amazing movies, very accurate and definitely uh, have some pretty solid uh, star power. But uh, yeah, from uh, from everything I uh, have watched, them um, both uh, Clint Eastwood, both Clint Eastwood and uh, and Richard Burton were a real solid duo, and definitely was uh, definitely one of the better movies. I don't know how much of D-Day is the focus on it, so I guess I'll just have to get to watching it so I can find out. But, uh, yeah, also the inspiration for Iron Maiden's song of the same name were Eagles Dare. And uh, to my knowledge, um, A Bridge Too Far, I believe, is uh, D-Day is a part of the plot, but it kind of uh, goes from that to many others. And I guess it's kind of like The Longest Day, where has a huge cast and it kind of just goes from one to another and uh oh boy got a pretty big watch coming up with it being about three hours long but uh yeah it's definitely uh definitely one i uh can't wait to watch but uh guess that's it for all of uh the main those uh, other side um D-Day movies I wanted to discuss. Um, the last one I guess I'll mention is apparently Overlord. That movie set is set during D-Day, so I'll have to get to watching that. And I know that um, one of the early episodes in Band of Brothers, a really solid HBO miniseries that has the same same energy and definitely feel and tone of. Uh, and just overall historical authenticity and everything of um of uh 
band of not band members of Saving Private Ryan and uh also a real solid cast of just about everyone and uh a few episodes do take place around D-Day and the landings in Normandy but um yeah anyway uh Definitely focuses on the um, paratroopers, very similar to Private Ryan from Saving Private Ryan. But uh, yeah, highly recommend because it has a real solid cast <clears throat> as well. And um, even some actors got their first acting from this who, <laughs> in minor roles, who I didn't expect. But um, they're all real solid, along with the main characters too, that I can't recommend enough, whether it was uh, Damon. Damian Lewis as Dick Winters, Ron Livingston as Lewis Nixon, Donnie Wahlberg as Carwood Lipton, or Neil McDonough as uh, Buck Compton. Definitely. Uh, oh, and the uh, director who finished Bohemian Rhapsody, Dexter Fletcher, is in it also, too, as John Martin, and in some reoccurring roles. Michael Fassbender is in it, too, as a sergeant, along with David Schwimmer another uh, drill sergeant and uh, some other smaller roles too that surprised me while watching it were Jimmy Fallon and uh, Tom Hardy along with James McAvoy and uh, <clears throat> many others but yeah highly recommend it and um, real solid but yeah going on to Saving Private Ryan definitely one of the better, just an absolutely amazing uh, movie and uh, highly recommend.
down to the big tamale, Saving Private Ryan, definitely my one of my favorite Steven Spielberg movies. And wow, he captured everything so greatly, accurately. The cast is great: Tom Hanks, Edward Burns, Tom Sizemore, Vin Diesel. Just about everyone is great in this movie, no matter the role. And uh, just everything, the opening 30 minutes is just uh, <clears throat> absolutely incredible and um, definitely one of the best and most accurate historical films yet. And uh, anything changed wasn't really all that huge, but everything was just shot great. The look of it was a nice, great, gritty feel. And uh, Steven Spielberg definitely got snubbed for not this movie not winning Best Picture. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, the opening scene definitely just shows everything you feel as if you're in the uh, battle. It is so uh, well shot. But uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, has great tension throughout and uh, can't recommend enough. But, um, but yeah, I uh, gotta say, also the pacing is pretty awesome, and uh, just about uh, just about everyone in this movie brought their A game to it, from Spielberg to the writer to the cast and. Uh, I don't know if any war film will ever top this. This is definitely an accomplishment, and um, you can see why Spielberg used this movie as the blueprint for the approach he would take to Band of Brothers. But uh, yeah, it was um, definitely a real solid uh, film throughout, and uh, whether it's the opening battle scene to some of the skirmishes in between to the final standoff. It definitely was uh, real solid. And, uh, and the end scene with Miller telling Ryan to earn his sacrifice was uh, real nice too and how the veteran at the beginning of the film ends up being Private Ryan and with his family around him, and uh, it's definitely a nice tribute, and some have even said that that line is meant to be for every generation after who fought in the war, telling us to earn it, which is very true, and uh, also why I definitely I definitely um, really uh, 
really um, enjoyed it. But yeah, well, I guess that's all I got for this. So be looking forward to my next two podcasts. Geek and proud.